just reminding you. We have t-shirts in the shop. Just go to pgttcm.com. Check out all of our cool t-shirts and stickers. Heck, we even got some shelf curtains in there. Keep clean. Look cool. Have cool stickers to put on stuff. Join us on Patreon and get a free sticker. Or don't. It's up to you. spine-tingling, nerve-shattering podcast featuring all your favorite monsters. You won't believe your ears when you listen to Monster Kid Radio. Hear your host, Derek M. Cook, and his ever-rotating stable of guests discuss your favorite classics and sometimes not-so-classic monster movies. Subscribe to Monster Kid Radio through iTunes or Stitcher, or visit monsterkidradio.net before the next weekly episode of Monster Kid Radio. Go through the archives for interviews with Sarah Karloff, Victoria Price, and Joel Hodson. Listen to discussions about movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Island of Terror, and King Kong. And don't forget convention coverage from Monster Bash and the HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Classic Monsters, Modern Talk, and the head of Rondo Hatton, only on Monster Kid Radio. This episode is brought to you by California Tea House. California Tea House is a family-owned tea store where you can find some of the world's best loose-leaf tea and organic herbal tea blends. Like a fine wine, there is no comparison between fine loose-leaf and common broken-leaf tea bags. So, yeah, no, check them out. Check them out. They have quite a bit of pretty awesome tea collections. I'm a huge fan of their white teas. Uh, They have a tea club that you can join, but, you know, they've got green tea, black tea, white tea, oolong, that uh, robios and herbal tea. They've also got teaware. So check out California Tea House in the show notes. Hey everyone, it's me, DB. New sponsor on the show, Clary. Clary offers a great price and better quality goods and services for music lovers. Are you looking for good prices, free shipping, 100% quality guarantee? Clary's got you covered. Guitars, bass guitars, mandolins, they've got saxophones, trumpets, drums, they've got guitar cases, amplifiers, all the stuff that you need without having to break the bank. Inexpensive doesn't have to mean cheap. Check out the show notes to find more about Glary. 20 watt amplifiers for under $50. Hard cases for your electric guitar for under 80. Guitars themselves for under $90. Come on folks, check out the show notes. Get a Glary. You're listening to KZOM, Oleander Public Radio. Once again, we walk down the lightless stone staircase in the middle of nowhere. You're listening to KZOM. Hey everyone, welcome back to 
People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos. It's one of our reading episodes, and this episode we will be going through, let's see, it's the Renkitink, Rintinkatink, oh, you know, our reader does it way better than I do, Rintinkatink in Oz. So yeah, this is, what, the 7th, 8th, 12th book in the Oz series? It's getting in there, we're getting in there, yeah. And I'm going to chop this up into 12 parts, so there's going to be two two chapters each, each, each episode. So, hey, we've got that for the month of October, and maybe I'll throw in some ghost stories at the end of the month. Don't hold me to any of that, because I'm not 100% sure how October is going to go. And if you are lucky enough, at the very beginning of October, H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival, and there is also going to be a second H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival that's going to be less in person and more of a streaming thing. Check us out on there. Dave's got some stuff going on on that. I'm going to have some stuff going on on that. And also, I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Taza Chocolate, Stone Ground Chocolate. And you know what? This is super minimally processed. If you're like me and you have a bunch of food allergies, you can't do dairy, they have dairy-free chocolates. They, they, they use dairy alternatives, uh, minimally processed, of course, organic. I love them. You love them. Taza Chocolates, they, they come in those discs that you can break up and put into hot beverages and stir up. Ooh, I love it so much. Anyway, Oz. So why not, I don't know, sit down with a nice warm beverage. We've got the tea that you can get. We've got the coffee you can get. I don't know, maybe microwave some psychedelic water, baby. All right, here's some Oz. Let's get weird. Chapter 15, The Flight of the Rulers. Now it seems that when Queen Cor fled from her island to Regos, she had wit enough, although greatly frightened, to make a stop at the royal dairy which was near to the bridge, and to drag poor Queen Garif from the butterhouse and across to Regos with her. The warriors of King Gos had never before seen the terrible Queen Cor frightened, and therefore when she came running across the bridge of boats, dragging the Queen of Pingaree after her by one arm, the woman's great fright had the effect of terrifying the waiting warriors. "'Quick!' cried Kor. "'Destroy the bridge, or we are lost!' While the men were tearing away the bridge of boats, the Queen ran up to the palace of Goss, where she met her husband. "'The boy is a wizard!' she gasped. "'There is no standing against him!' "'Oh, have you discovered his magic at last?' replied Goss, laughing in her face. <laughs> "'Who now is the coward?' "'Don't laugh,' cried Queen Cor. "'It is no laughing matter. Both our islands are as good as conquered this very minute. <sighs> what shall we do, Goss?' "'Come in,' he said, growing serious, and let us talk it over.' So they went into a room of the palace and talked long and earnestly. The boy intends to liberate his father and mother and all the people of Pingaree, and to take them back to their island, said Kor. He may also destroy our palaces and make us his slaves. I can see but one way, Goss, to prevent him from doing all this, and whatever else he pleases to do. Which way is that? asked King Goss. We must take the boy's parents away from here as quickly as possible. I have with me the Queen of Pingaree, and you can run up to the mines and get the king. 
Then we will carry them away in a boat and hide them where the boy cannot find them with all his magic. We will use the king and queen of Pingaree as hostages, and send word to the boy wizard that if he does not go away from our islands and allow us to rule them undisturbed in our own way, we will put his father and mother to death. Also, we will say that as long as we are let alone, his parents will be safe, although still safely hidden. I believe, Goss, that in this way we can compel Prince Inga to obey us, for he seems very fond of his parents. Hmm, it isn't a bad idea, said Goss reflectively. But where can we hide the king and queen so that the boy cannot find them? In the country of the Gnome King, on the mainland away at the south, she replied. The gnomes are our friends, and they possess magic powers that will enable them to protect the prisoners from discovery. If we can manage to get the king and queen of Pingaree to the Gnome Kingdom before the boy knows what we are doing, I am sure our plot will succeed. Goss gave the plan considerable thought in the next five minutes. And the more he thought about it, the more clever and reasonable it seemed. So he agreed to do as Queen Cor suggested, and at once hurried away to the mines, where he arrived before Prince Inga did. The next morning he carried King Kittycut back to Regos. While Goss was gone, Queen Cor busied herself in preparing a large and swift boat for the journey. She placed in it several bags of gold and jewels with which to bribe the gnomes, and selected forty of the strongest oarsmen in Regos to row the boat. The instant King Goss returned with his royal prisoner, all was ready for departure. They quickly entered the boat with their two important captives, and without a word of explanation to any of their people, they commanded the oarsmen to start and were soon out of sight upon the broad expanse of the Nonestic Ocean. Inga arrived at the city some hours later, and was much distressed when he learned that his father and mother had been spirited away from the islands. "'I shall follow them, of course,' said the boy to Rinkitink, "'and if I cannot overtake them on the ocean, I will search the world over until I find them.' But before I leave here, I must arrange to send our people back to Pingaree. End of chapter 15 Welcome to Innsmouth, stranger. Hi, I'm Rob Whiten from the Innsmouth Book Club. Join me and my fellow guide, John Chadwick, as we take you on a fortnightly tour of Innsmouth. We visit places such as the Picture House, the Library and Innsmouth Museum to discuss all aspects of weird fiction, whether it be book, film, music, TV or art. As well as that, we stop over at the Gilman House to have a chat with a resident guest. That includes authors, artists, musicians, in fact, Lovecraftian creatives of all types. You can find our free shows on Patreon, and there you can also sign up as a patron, which brings you bonus content, plus a monthly PDF copy of Innsmouth News, which features articles, author spotlights, all the latest news and reviews, and more. 
You can find us at patreon.com forward slash InnsmouthBC. We hope to see you soon because remember, Innsmouth isn't just a place, it's a state of mind. This month's bandwidth is brought to you by Psychedelic Water. Legal psychedelics suspended in green tea and then put inside of a can for you. Psychedelic Water. Who needs a Tillinghast resonator when you've got psychedelic water? Are you a curvy girl? Do you know a curvy girl? You love a curvy girl. Check out the show links for curvy girl. Plus size clothing for plus size women. Oh, Larry, find, find student instruments and beginner's instruments. If you want to modify a guitar, check out Glary. If you want to get into guitars, if you love guitars, Glary. Things from another world. It's a store that has art. It has toys. It has comics, graphic novels. It is the place if you like that kind of stuff. Dave and I have talked about it in the show before. They were ever a sponsor. Dave likes to check out their stuff. I like to check out their stuff. They're pretty cool. Toys, art, graphic design, not graphic design, graphic novels for you. Things from another world. Check out the show notes. Uh, check out the links on, on our website, PGTTCM. We've got specific stuff there to let you know what they've got going on for specials. Anyway, thank you again so much. Did you know that there is a THC derivative that's legal called Delta 8? Not to be confused with the Delta variant, but Delta 8. Yeah. Uh, you can get it in chewable form, and it's sold at uh, what, what, what's what's Golden Goat CBD, one of our sponsors. Yeah, you can get some Delta Eight, and you can also pick up some CBD chewables gummies. They've got smokables for the Delta Eight, and they've got all kinds of stuff for CBD, and they can help you out. Uh, check the show notes, Golden Goat. And while you're in the show notes, hey, do you know about Donner? Donner has so many amazing musical instruments from all kinds, mandolins, banjos, they've got drums, they've got amplifiers, they've got guitars, they've got all kinds of stuff, and they ship worldwide. Check out Donner. I think you're going to like it, and I think Donner's going to have a good deal for you. So I, I love their electric guitars. A lot of the music that I perform for the show is either on one brand or it's on a Donner. So check out Donner. And check out some savings. All right. Thank you once again for listening to People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos. You can help show your support by going to the show notes and following any of the links that'll tell you how to support the show and how to support our guests. And thank you to all of our guests who you can find in the show notes. Rate, review, subscribe. And remember, patrons get priority access to asking us questions, suggesting topics, even, I don't know, uh, submitting stuff. Actually, you don't have to be a patron to submit anything. That's how Dave got on the show, and that's how you can get on the show, too. It's the people's guide to the Cthulhu mythos. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Chapter 16. Nicobob Refuses a Crown. Almost the first persons that Zella saw when she landed from the silver-lined boat at Ragos were her father and mother. 
Nicobob and his wife had been greatly worried when their little daughter failed to return from Corrigos, so they had set out to discover what had become of her. When they reached the city of Regos that very morning, they were astonished to hear the news of all the strange events that had taken place. Still, they found comfort when told that Zella had been seen in the boat of Prince Inga, which had gone to the north. Then, while they wondered what this could mean, the silver-lined boat appeared again, with their daughter in it, and they ran down to the shore to give her a welcome and many joyful kisses. Inga invited the good people to the palace of King Goss, where he conferred with them as well as with Rinkitink and Bilbil. "'Now that the king and queen of Regos and Corrigos have run away,' he said, there is no one to rule these islands, so it is my duty to appoint a new ruler. And as Nicobob, Zealous father, is an honest and worthy man, I shall make him the king of the Twin Islands. Me? cried Nicobob, astounded by the speech. I beg your highness on my bended knee, do not be so cruel a thing as to make me a king. Why not? inquired Rinkitink. I am a king, and I know how it feels. I assure you, good Nicobob, that I quite enjoy my high rank, although a jeweled crown is rather heavy to wear in hot weather. With you, noble sir, it is different, said Nicobob, for you are far from your kingdom and its trials and worries, and may do as you please. But to remain in Regos as king over these fierce and unruly warriors would be to live in constant anxiety and peril, and the chances are that they would murder me within a month. As I have done no harm to anyone, and have tried to be a good and upright man, I do not think that I should be condemned to such a dreadful fate. Very well, replied Inga. We will say no more about your being king. I merely wanted to make you rich and prosperous, as I had promised Zella. Please forget that promise, pleaded the charcoal burner earnestly. I have been safe from molestation for many years, because I was poor and possessed nothing that anyone else could envy. But if you make me rich and prosperous, I shall at once become the prey of thieves and marauders, and probably will lose my life in the attempt to protect my fortune. Inga looked at the man in surprise. "'What, then, can I do to please you?' he inquired. "'Nothing more than to allow me to go home to my poor cabin,' said Nicobob. "'Perhaps,' remarked King Rinkitink, "'the charcoal burner has more wisdom concealed in that hard head of his than we give him credit for. But let us use that wisdom for the present.' to counsel us on what to do in this emergency. "'What you call my wisdom,' said Nicobob, "'is merely common sense. I have noticed that some men become rich and are scorned by some and robbed by others. Other men become famous and are mocked at and derided by their fellows. But the poor and humble man who lives unnoticed and unknown escapes all these troubles and is the only one who can appreciate the joy of living. "'If I had a hand instead of a cloven hoof, I'd like to shake hands with you, Nicobob,' said Bilbil the goat. 
but the poor man must not have a cruel master, or he is undone. During the council they found, indeed, that the advice of the charcoal burner was both shrewd and sensible, and they profited much by his words. Inga gave Captain Buzz Buzz the command of the warriors, and made him promise to keep his men quiet and orderly, if he could. Then the boy allowed all of King Goss's former slaves, except those who came from Pingaree, to choose what boats they required, and to stock them with provisions and row away to their own countries. When these had departed, with grateful thanks and many blessings showered upon the boy prince who had set them free, Inga made preparations to send his own people home, where they were told to rebuild their houses and then erect a new royal palace. They were then to await patiently the coming of King Kitticut or Prince Inga. "'My greatest worry,' said the boy to his friends, "'is to know whom to appoint to take charge of this work of restoring Pingaree to its former condition. My men are all pearl-fishers, and although willing and honest, have no talent for directing others how to work. While the preparations for departure were being made, Nicobob offered to direct the men of Pingaree, and did so in a very capable manner. As the island had been despoiled of all its valuable furniture and draperies and rich cloths and paintings and statuary and the like, as well as gold and silver and ornaments, Inga thought it no more than just that they be replaced by the spoilers. So he directed his people to search through the storehouses of King Goss, and to regain all their goods and chattels that could be found. Also he instructed them to take as much else as they required to make their new homes comfortable, so that many boats were loaded full of goods that would enable the people to restore Pingaree to its former state of comfort. For his father's new palace, the boy plundered the palaces of both Queen Kor and King Goss, sending enough wares away with his people to make King Kitticut's new residence as handsomely fitted and furnished as had been the one which the ruthless invaders from Regos had destroyed. It was a great fleet of boats that set out one bright sunny morning on the voyage to Pingaree, carrying all the men, women, and children and all the goods for refitting their homes. As he saw the fleet depart, Prince Inga felt that he had already successfully accomplished a part of his mission, but he vowed he would never return to Pingaree in person until he could take his father and mother there with him, unless indeed King Goss wickedly destroyed his beloved parents, in which case Inga would become the king of Pingaree, and it would be his duty to go to his people and rule over them. It was while the last of the boats were preparing to sail for Pingaree that Nicobob, who had been of great service in getting them ready, came to Inga in a thoughtful mood and said, Your Highness, my wife and my daughter Zella have been urging me to leave Regos and settle down in your island in a new home. From what your people have told me, Pingaree is a better place to live than Regos, and there are no cruel warriors or savage beasts there to keep one in constant fear for the safety of those he loves. Therefore I have come to ask to go with my family in one of the boats. 
Inga was much pleased with this proposal, and not only granted Nicobob permission to go to Pingaree to live, but instructed him to take with him sufficient goods to furnish his new home in a comfortable manner. In addition to this, he appointed Nicobob general manager of the buildings and of the pearl fisheries until his father or he himself arrived, and the people approved this order because they liked Nicobob and knew him to be just and honest. Soon as the last boat of the great flotilla had disappeared from the view of those left at Regos, Inga and Rinkitink prepared to leave the island themselves. The boy was anxious to overtake the boat of King Goss, if possible, and Rinkitink had no desire to remain in Regos. Buzzub and his warriors stood silently on the shore and watched the black boat with its silver lining depart, and I am sure they were as glad to be rid of their unwelcome visitors as Inga and Rinkitink and Bilbil were to leave. The boy asked the White Pearl what direction the boat of King Goss had taken, and then he followed after it, rowing hard and steadily for eight days without becoming at all weary. But although the black boat moved very swiftly, it failed to overtake the barge, which was rowed by Queen Kor's forty picked oarsmen. End of chapter 16 Show notes. Check them out. That's where you're going to find sponsors and guests and t-shirts and stickers and high fives. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you later. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to the show. Music is by me, D.B. Spitzer, edited and produced by me, D.B. Spitzer. The interview portions are always edited and produced by David Heath. And hey, you can find us wherever you find podcasts, so check out pgttcm.com. And if you don't want to check out the Patreon, if you don't want to do that and you want to help out the show, just go to sponsors or buy t-shirts or anything like that. Anything helps. Thank you again.